Hello fellow listeners, welcome to Food for Thought, where we inspire you to think and feed you knowledge that can be applied to your everyday life. I'm your host, Juan Cruz, and today, before we kickstart this podcast, I just wanted to give you this great deal that's happening from Jared's for all the local listeners. This is why it's so good to be locally, but for all the local listeners, there's a deal happening for Jared's. Now, in order for you to find out how to be able to get this deal, you're going to have to listen because somewhere midway through the podcast is where I'm going to drop how to be able to get this deal. Now, this is for Jared's. Now, first of all, right off the rip, let's just get, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is it's conflict-free diamonds, conflict-free jewelry, conflict-free everything. You don't have anything to worry about. Also, they only do business with reputable diamond grading companies, which are also conflict-free. So that's right out of the way. If you have some problem because you think blood diamond, anything, well, you are all set. It's conflict-free diamonds because they own their own minds. Also, they're five times the size and selection, so they give you a lifetime guarantee, which is great because most places will give you lifetime guarantees, but the problem is is that the companies are a little bit smaller, so they tend to close down a little bit earlier. So with this lifetime guarantee, Jared's been open for such a long time, and guess what? More than likely, they will never, ever, ever shut down. They also are sister companies to all major other jewelry stores. Also, they have a faster turnaround time because they do all their work in-house. So the resize on rings, usually half hour to a day. And then the heavier repairs are usually about a day to two. So this is very different from other places because they usually need couriers to come around. And the average turnaround time is usually about two weeks just for a resize sometimes. So... Now, why jewelry? Jewelry is important because if you are thinking from an investment standpoint, well, you have jewelry, you have rings. If you look at the five to ten year, uh, what the projections or the marketing has been, if you look at the history, it's always on the rise. Stocks close, jewelry never does. So, have a keep your ears open. Have an open ear because somewhere along this podcast, I'm going to be telling you how to be able to get that deal and where to be able to get it, okay? So it's going to be for the 20% off and also for a free chocolate quartz cushion cut gemstone, the loose gemstone. They're going to be giving free to all our listeners who buy from a, uh, that buy a Le'Veon product that's happening only on February 23rd, all right? So... Let's get it started. Now, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, I was trying to think of many different subjects. I have like five subjects that have been kind of sitting in the background that I haven't known which one to bring up. And this one's been sitting probably for about a year or so. And this is advice from a 90-year-old. Now, he gives... 45 different things but i picked out the ones that i felt were a lot more important and i i I listened to this 90 year old and it was amazing i i love to listen to advice from elderly people uh, because they tend to give you advice that you see so simple but how they put it really makes a big difference in life um you know they've gone through life in a way that we have yet to go through life 
you know, I always, I always tell this to a lot of people. If you're a couple or you're a mother or you're a father, be, be very cautious to the things you say about your parents. Because one day you will be in their shoes. And when you are in their shoes, will you have handled the situation like they did? It's very important that we listen to our elders. Now, we're living in, in an epoch, in a time where we just blow off whatever every older person says. And this is very, very dangerous because we think that we're so smart. And we think that we're so much greater than these older generations. And you say always to them. If you're younger, you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, you know, all those older generations, they didn't have or have technology or they don't understand what we're going through and they don't get this. They get it. They get it so much better than you will ever get it in your lives. Until you hit their age, you'll probably understand just a chunk. You know, it's interesting. When I was 16 years old, you know, I, I thought I knew it all. 25, oh my God, I thought I was the master of everything. And now being in my 30s, you know, getting to the mid-30s, it's it's getting to the point where I'm starting to realize I know absolutely nothing. The more and more I learned, I'm realizing I know absolutely nothing. I mean, you listen to these podcasts and if you think, oh, he knows, I know nothing. I am in a journey to learn everything, to learn a little bit of everything. I think that's what makes a truly intelligent person, somebody who can dibble and dabble with just a little bit of everything. I think that was the intellectual person back in the day. A smart human being wasn't one who just knew one thing, but he knew a little bit about everything, you know, in that tribal instinct, those tribal times. Um, <clears throat> but uh, this is very, very important that we listen to our elders. One day you will be in their shoes and who knows if you will have handled the situation a lot better. You know, there's, uh, I forgot who said this, but we think that we're so much smarter than our past generation. And we think that we can see beyond the horizon and we can see farther than they could have ever seen. But really what it is, is that maybe we're standing on the shoulders of seven foot tall people and we're just two feet tall. So I don't know if that makes any sense to you. We're, yeah, we can see like if we're nine foot tall people. But really, we're two feet tall and we're standing on the shoulders of people who are seven feet tall. Especially now, like these people have experience, they have wisdom, they have understanding. The stuff that was happening, I'm telling, I'm telling everyone who's listening to this podcast, you think that the world is so bad right now. If you would have been in the 50s and the 40s with World War II's, people, people lost so much faith in religion. So much things were impacted because of wars. Do you understand this? Like between, you know, I mean, I mean, we're living in a, in a scenario where crime is lower than it has ever been. I mean, if you if you count just the last 10 years, yeah, crime has risen because of of what's happened in the last two years. But if you count over the last 300, 200 years how much crime, how much terrible things, how much wars, how many deaths, how much poverty, how much people are starving themselves to death. We're talking about such an amazing, such a big difference. So, and if, and if you're willing to, if you want, if you're, if, if you're in your head, you're debating about this and you're thinking, Juan, you don't know what you're talking about. Look up history. Look at the numbers. 
Look, how many people were dying of poverty? How many people were dying because of starvation? How? Don't do a two-year comparison. Don't do a five-year comparison or a 10. Do a 30-year comparison, 40-year comparison, 20-year comparison. I mean, you're talking about such a major difference. If anything, our crime is going up and we're, we're going backwards in time because we have not taken the time to listen to our elders we're living in a time where what we want to do is we just want to <clears throat> destroy all these walls and create something new. I mean, we, we know absolutely nothing about the moral structures of society, right? If, if you're a construction worker, you don't walk around breaking down walls because what could happen is the ceiling or the roof falls on top of you. So you can't do that. You need to analyze the situation before you decide to break down a wall because it could be a load-bearing wall. Now, what we're doing in our society is now is before understanding why we've put certain laws, why we've done certain things, why we we have religion or or, or a certain way that we were living from back in the past. I mean, the reason why we're doing this, we don't get it. So we're living in a generation where there are all these newer generations just want to destroy absolutely everything from the past and start their own thing. Not understanding that it took us 400, 200, 1,000 years to, to create the, the concept of this way of thinking. You know, like for instance, this whole be whatever you want to be. This is very dangerous. We had talked about it with Denora in the podcast I think it was the last podcast of the News for Thought. And you can't be whatever you want to be. We, we've already gone through this. We have already gone through civilizations like the Roman times where they were doing whatever they wanted to do. Where they wanted to be whatever they wanted to be. You don't understand. This has already happened. And it, was, it corrupted the civilization. It destroyed civilizations. You had, you know, these these guys acting like animals and animals, you know, animals being treated like they were gods. I mean, this is crazy. This is nuts. And, and it's somehow we're reverting back. We have all this tech, all this intellect, and we're we're going backwards. I mean, this is nonsense. This is craziness. But, you know, the you know, the listen to the topic of truth whenever you get the chance it's important that we speak of truth i was just speaking with somebody who was a teacher um probably about two days ago and i told them there's i think that there's three important people in our society three important figures in our society and one of them is teachers because teachers are the teachers of truth this is very important Teachers are the teachers of truth. Because math, right? If you're a teacher of math, you're teaching absolute truth. That means one plus one equals two. You cannot come up with anything else. Because if you teach anything else, that's a lie. Science. It, it needs to be absolute truth. Not like, oh, we think this could be, or some doctor. Just because somebody has a doctor, a DR, at the, you know, the beginning of their name, doesn't mean that they know it all. You'd be surprised, people, how many people I cut and don't know what they're doing, which have, uh, have doctorate's degrees. And they know absolutely nothing. Just because you are a barber, 
and you got your license to get a barber doesn't mean that you are a great barber. You could be a very crappy barber. Same thing with teachers. Same thing with chefs, with uh, mechanic, uh, um, mechanical engineers. Same thing with whatever. You could be, you could have gotten your degree and still be very bad at what you do. I want you. I want everybody to be able to understand this. So, <clears throat> science is is science. Truth is to teach truth. So this is very very important. Uh, Teachers, I believe, are the teachers of truth. English, to speak proper English, to not make up whatever words we want to make up. And all these new pronouns and craziness is happening. Uh, they, him, he, she, we, us. I mean, to destroy the structure and how we speak is very, very important. And I just spoke about this on the precision of speech. And how important it is to be very precise with the words to obtain the absolute highest value that you would like to obtain. The closer you are and the more precise you are in your speech, the more likely you are to obtain the things of value in life. Okay, so English, to be a teacher of truth. History, you cannot lie, especially now locally. There's some high school, and I don't want to blow their spot up, but there's some local high schools here that teach ethics. And as I began to t talk with the teachers, ethics class is based on only um, ethics classes based on only the history of the black people. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about the black people. I'm not saying anything bad. Get this very clear. But that is not ethics. How we treated them, yes, it is ethical, but it's not ethics. Ethics is the moral principle in which we guide our lives by. And one race cannot teach us ethics. It has to be more than just race. It's about how we conduct ourselves, how we live, how we think, how we act, how we treat other people. And yes, the black people, how we treat them is very important. How we treat the Hispanic people is important. How we treat the Chinese people is important. How we treat the English people, what the Americans, the, the Hawaiians, I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't care. How we treat everybody is important. But ethics class is not just on one subject alone. But this is the civilization that we're living in. This is this is us. Just and I think the teachers who who teach truth. Who stick to their guns. It's interesting. Maybe they'll get some, some backlash for it. But this is the cool thing. About. If you are teaching truth. And what you speak is truth. And you've done no wrong. Hold off. If they're attacking you. For having spoken the truth. Hold on. Just wait. Let it all go through. It's going to be hell. It's going to be difficult. But if what you've spoken is true and the people begin to realize and you don't give no sorries, don't be sorry for something that you've spoken, which is absolute truth. Never be sorry for the truth ever. Never turn your back on the truth. If what you've spoken has been true, it will come out. And if the people have seen that you stick it out, you know what they're going to do? They're going to follow you. And they're going to stand by you. And you will, before when they ridiculed you and made fun of you, well, guess what? Now they will, they will, they will fight for you. Because of how you see the world. Because of how you think. Because of, 
because you are the you are the defender of truth. This is the beautiful thing. If you're right in what you did, don't apologize. Because if, if you're right about what you did, the second you do apologize, you know what happens? Just like you're seeing everywhere with Kevin Hart, with all these different people, they attack you. Even after you apologize. So now you lost your credibility. You're being attacked for something that you did was right. You said sorry and you thought they were going to back off of you, but you, they didn't. They attack you even more. So we see that this is all the different things, the teachers of truth. I believe that mothers, stay-at-home mothers, mothers who just teach their children, who spend more time with them. You don't have to be an absolute stay-at-home mom. I'm not saying that You know, there's different circumstances for different people. But uh, moms, moms are another one because they will be raising children for the future. So I think they're, they're also uh, big factors in our society. And you, you'd be surprised, but I think comedians, comedians is another one because comedians push the boundaries of what is said. And if the boundaries can never be pushed, then we will never know that we do have the freedom of speech. Comedians allow open dialogue so that we can understand what exactly it is that we have lurking the thoughts and they can joke around about it and make laughter of the things that sometimes create so much pain and agony, things that we look at so seriously. So this is very important, <clears throat> but I always sidestep on everything, getting back to the importance of listening to the elderly. I was listening to this older man. The advice he gave was so amazing. Now, I'm not going to go through all 45 things because it was it was a lot. I just picked the things that I felt were so essential. I thought, wow, like it was so important. Uh, I think to reverberate what was being said, to echo exactly what was being uh, said from this man. So let's start up with list number for the number one on the list which is life isn't fair but it's still good when in doubt just take the next small step and this is very true because sometimes we go through moments where things happen that are very unfair and we think this is terrible but it's just one little moment and life is still very good a lot better than we think it is. Sometimes we think it's a lot worse and he gives a little bit of advice on something else later on. But it's still good. So when you're doubtful about how things have happened, just take the next small step. And I do agree with it. Jordan Peterson says something very interesting. He says, um, he goes, take small steps. He goes, small incremental steps. Don't think that you're better than what you really are small steps the smaller the step the better because the more you can build on this confidence so that's number one number two life is too short to waste time hating anyone and this one is true because hate drains you so much i'm telling you i've seen people that over time we do a lot of things in our church and we speak to a lot of people and we're constantly um because of uh, some things that we do we're constantly helping different uh, couples, families, uh, youth, and <clears throat> life is too short to waste time hating. The people who hate, you don't understand how much energy it takes to be able to hate. It, it drains energy from you. It drains this life. And really, I mean, you look at life and you think to yourself, 75, 90 years old. But if you're 18 years old, think about it. 
you feel like you blinked and you're already 18. I mean, it feels like just a few years ago you were five years old and now you're as old as you are now. 22, 25, 24, 30 years old. So life is too short to waste time hating anyone. It really is. Enjoy the life. Love. So, number three, don't take yourself so seriously. No one else does. This one's true. Sometimes we're so worried about the clothes that we wear, the things that we do. Sometimes we make fools of ourselves and we think that it's the worst thing in the world. And we take it so seriously upon ourselves. And really the world doesn't even care. Sometimes, you know, this is something that I always see in the barbershop. That sometimes guys get so caught up on something so small that they make they make themselves look ridiculous. They give themselves, they ask for the most ridiculous haircuts because they're trying to cover up the smallest bald spot that no one's paying attention to. So what they'll do is they'll leave their hair longer in certain spots and it looks ugly. You can tell that there's a larger patch of hair. Why? Because they take themselves so seriously and they put so much emphasis on the little things of life, the little things on their hair, right? And they want to overcompensate. So they do all these things to be able to overcompensate for this small thing. So uh, don't take yourself so seriously. No one else does. Number four, don't compare yourself to others. You have no idea what their journey's about. This one is very good because a lot of the times we're constantly living in envy. And this is, this one, I'm going to take a few seconds on this one because it's very important. You look at your friends, maybe in life, and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, he's making $75,000 a year, $80,000 a year, out of college, things are very good, look at me, I'm not doing so great. Be very cautious because sometimes the reason why these people are so successful in life is because they've been through so much hardship in life. They've gone through some things that you could never imagine. And some some of you say to yourselves, you look at the rich people like Donald Trump, Bill Gates, uh, um, I don't know, Steve Jobs, and you say to yourself, these people are so successful. Elon Musk, and you say, if, if I would have had their parents' money, if I would have had college, if I would have had this, we don't know exactly what's happened in their lives. What things could have happened behind closed doors? What hurdles they had to jump over? What difficulties they had to overcome? Sometimes the physical things aren't the hardest things to overcome. Sometimes it's the mental things. You know, uh, for 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 abuses in in in, in like rapes or child abuses or ch uh, sexual child abuses, they heal very quickly from the body, the bruises and everything. It's the mental thing. That affects them for long periods of time. So vice versa with these successful people. It's not so much the money that made their lives easy. Sometimes the reason why they built so much success. They were able to jump over so many hurdles of life. Was because of the difficulties that they ran. And what it is I don't know. But I do believe that it's something very big. How big I don't. I, I, I couldn't even comprehend. Because it's their lives. And who knows how long they've kept it secret. But be cautious with comparing yourself to other people because their lives is very, very different. You don't know if your friend was abused by his father and it took him so long and so many years to be able to overcome that difficulty 
And therefore, he has so much drive. He's got so much passion. He's got so much strength. It takes so much for him to put him down. You know, it's, 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 it's something very cautious that we should be aware of. The only person that you should compare yourself to that it has the same exact life, that lives the same exact way, is you. Which means you both started on the same line. You know, I, I, I always say this, and uh, I got this one from Jordan Peterson, and it's it's compare yourself to who you were yesterday. That's the best way to, to, to make the comparison. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. That's the best comparison. Just be better than you were yesterday. Because that guy yesterday has your same life story. Other people, when you compare yourself to your friends, they've, they've jumped the hurdles. Maybe hurdles way bigger than you. Maybe your life was so easy and you've become so soft. That's why you are the way you are. You know, there's this <clears throat> saying that says, um, hard times make strong men. And strong men make easy times. And easy times make weak men and weak men make hard times so it's to say the the harder the time is the stronger you become and the stronger you are the more of an easier time you can give to yourself so don't compare yourself to others you have no idea what their journey what their journey is about okay let's see we're on number four number five if a relationship has to be a secret, you shouldn't be in it at all. That one's true. If your relationship cannot be out in the open, you should not be having that relationship. A lot of us say that we know this. Oh, Juan, we know this. But I wanted to put a little emphasis on this because a lot of people do have relationships. I don't care if your relationship, I don't forget about it. I mean, if it's a Facebook thing that they don't want to put up there, if there's a reason why they're hiding it, they're hiding because they're not proud of who they who you are right every time you do something that's very good and you've create you've done an accomplishment or you've done something that you're very happy about you always want to show it off i'm like that every time i've accomplished something i'm always quick to show it off i love my wife i'm constantly telling people about my wife i love my wife my wife you know this and i have a beautiful wife i'm so happy about my wife i'm happy about my children everybody who knows me has heard about my wife at some point so if your relationship has to be a secret, you shouldn't be in it. So if they're trying to keep you a secret, you need to run away from that as fast as possible. All right, number six, I think it is. Yes, number six. <clears throat> over-prepare and then go with the flow. That's me all the time. I always over-prepare. I think about everything. I analyze every little thing. This is I do this all the time in my life. I, I I read as much as I can, try to understand as much as I can. I listen to as many uh, people who are very smart in each one of their subjects. I read as much as I can as, of each one of these people, and I try to understand as much as I can, whatever the subject it is. And then I'm not even kidding you. I just get on the podcast and just go with the flow. Sometimes it's hard to get it started, but I do. I literally will sit here sometimes for like 15 minutes before I even hit the record button because I like it to just come out the way that it comes out. I feel like it's more natural. It's easier to listen to. It comes out with more um, excitement, with more confidence. So over-prepare, then go with the flow. If you're like this in your life, 
uh, that you're always overprepared and you're always not willing to just let it happen. You know, if you are so meticulous on how things need to go, the second that it breaks that chain, guess what? You are. It destroys your plans, all your notes, everything you came up with, it's gone. So overprepare, then go with the flow. Number seven, the most important sex organ is the brain. When this man said this, I was like, this needs to be on there. Especially because right now we're living in a generation where pornography is high. Um, this whole idea of masturbation is high. So um, the most important sex organ is the brain. That is very, very true. Because, you know, uh, there's ED, right? There's erectile dysfunction. They showed us studies where most, most men... Who have ED uh, have a history of looking at pornography so what it does is you can still do everything right but you are, are the arousal is gone why because you have desensitized the part of your brain think about it like a car when you get a car and you first got your car it looks nice and you're happy about it but after four to five months that car is not the same you now have the same excitement because you've desen desensitized yourself to that car with your phone with your clothes with your car whatever it is your your watch your jewelry you get it and you're excited for the first few days maybe a month maybe three months i don't know what it is and then after a while it is gone why because you desensitize yourself now the same way it works with the brain the sex organ the most important sex organ is the brain because We've we've lived we're living in a situation where we think that it's just the body, it's just the flesh, and we continue. Sorry, it is not like that. We will we 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 can destroy that. We have to be very cautious. We have to be very 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 cautious. You know, it's it's very interesting because you think no, Juan, you're wrong. It's it's you know your lower parts, whatever it is, right? It's really not because arousal even happens from the eyes, from from the nose, from the hear, from the taste, right, and uh, and even from touch. So all those are are the five senses that are connected to the brain. So this is a very important one. Number eight, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. That is self-explanatory. I don't think I should go into that one, but sometimes. We let other people control our lives. You know, I, I have not done this in forever. I, I'm from the generation of my MySpace. Haven't really gotten on Facebook. Haven't done none of that. <clears throat> but I'm from the generation of MySpace. Somebody would type something up and immediately it would bug you and it would take away all your happiness. And other people control your happiness. That's not a good thing. The fact that somebody else can take away that from you in a split of a second for two words i think you know there, there was an old saying you know sticks and stones can break my bones but words will never hurt me we should definitely definitely emphasize that in our society because it is true we need to remind ourselves that words can't hurt i always try to tell my children when one of them is talking to you somebody says something offensive when one of your brothers sisters says something offensive ignore them let it go walk through it just Push through it because guess what? There's going to be other people in the world that are going to say worse things to you. So 
don't allow other people to control the emotions that you should be feeling. There's there's moments where you're going to have difficulties, but it's a good practice. I'm not saying that you're always going to be able to do it because it happens sometimes. But remember, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. You can let those words affect you. So, uh, yeah. Number nine, frame every so-called disaster with these words. In five years, will this matter? That is so great uh, because I need to do that one more often. Sometimes I get so worried about so many different things. And I have to remind myself, it's just going to matter in five years, even in two years or in three years or in a few months. Because if it doesn't, why freak out about it? You know, my grandfather, he passed away and, and I love what he said to me. I love what he taught me. Um, I've heard some of the older generations say this one, but they'll say, if there's solution, why worry? And if there isn't a solution, why worry? Right? Because if there's a solution, don't worry. Because you'll, if you're working hard at it, you'll find the solution. And if there isn't a solution, well, don't worry because there's no solution. So what's the point of worrying? You're never going to find it. No matter how much you worry, you'll never get a solution to it. So why worry? You know, um, so frame every so-called disaster with these words. In five years, will this still matter? Number 11, time heals almost everything. Give time, time. That is very true. Sometimes we want to run and rush through things. When we have uh, deaths in the family, I believe in letting these moments cry out. Um, you know, there's this interesting story when King David, one of his son one of his children die and then it says that he goes in, into his room and he cries for three days and then he gets up and then he continues on with his life but he lets it out he lets that moment go through and sometimes we need to give time time we're so rushed to get over an emotion or get over something or or to forget this is very be very cautious about trying to forget scenarios in your life it's not a good thing because it's like a train that's right behind you. You can run away from it as fast as you can. But as soon as you stop for just a split second, that train is going to catch up to you and it's going to hit you. And sometimes people do this in relationships, with jobs, um, with with uh, situations, with a couple in a marriage. They try to escape the scenario. Uh, they try to not to forget. And when you don't just let it go through you make dumb decisions and you do things that you shouldn't have done so just give time time let it heal whatever difficulties you find yourself in breakups uh marital problems with your children uh sometimes you know time can heal most things i'm not saying forget it fix the problem now let's leave that very clear i'm not saying if there's a problem you walk away from the whole thing no i'm saying if if some some difficulty some emotional injury was done and you know that that situation is done for and i'm not saying that it's not it's it's pretty much like a, a breakup a, a problem that happened that now you've 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 reconciled the problem okay let's keep that very clear once you've reconciled the problem once you see that uh, the situation is done for, completely gone. There's no way of fixing it, you know, whether it's a death, whether it's a breakup. Uh, I don't know. Um, 
So it's either if something has been reconciled or the situation is completely done for. Time heals almost everything. So give time time. And God. Give God the time. Yeah, that's that's very important. Okay, number 12. How good or bad a situation is, it will change. Believe in miracles. This one I like a lot. Because, you know, everybody always thinks that people who have success, they say, I, I hate this. I hate this so, so much when I hear this because... Um, I've, I've had a lot of success in a lot of different uh, endeavors that I've been on, but there's been a lot of miracles that have happened. There's been a lot of magical moments, a lot of things. So um, believe in miracles. Believe that God can allow a miracle to work in your life because sometimes we give up. And who's to say if that two steps Another two more steps or another two more seconds or another two more months or another, you know, little extra effort would have allowed that moment, that time for the miracle to happen to then give you a boost, that little stepping stone to just keep running another 50 miles. We forget this. A lot of the success, anybody, I don't care if you're a rapper, if you're a rock star, if you're an intellectual human being uh, and you're writing a book and you're trying to understand things, it doesn't matter who you are. It just takes the right stepping stone, the right little miracle, the right little drop from God, from the heaven to just boom, put you in the right place. So don't give up. No matter how good or bad the situation is, it'll change for the better, for the worse. But believe in miracles. All these people worked really, really hard. The success stories that you hear. And if they say it was all hard work, it's bull. It really is. I'm sorry. It's BS. It's not true. Don't believe their stories. Because I've talked to many successful people. And they always give you this little moment where they say that it there was this little moment that if it wasn't for this person who gave me a helping hand or this person who reached out to me, it, I would have never been able to do it. So, yeah, I don't even know what count what number I'm on. You guys are probably counting and I'm probably like on the wrong number and you guys are probably going to make fun of me. But let's say that I'm on 13. But before we continue on with 13, um, I'm going to put a pause right here because for you to be able to get the deal at Jared's, right? So this is one Dayton place, right? In Waterford, Connecticut. One Dayton place in Waterford, Connecticut, in Jared's. So in this Jared's store, there will be on February 23rd, 2020. If you're listening to this podcast like a year from now, don't think that it's going to be February 23rd, 2023. So February 23rd, 2022. Okay? February 23rd, 2022, there will be a Le'Veon event that will be happening in Jared's, and it's a one-day event only, and this is happening for whoever wants to go, whoever wants to show up. You can tell whoever about this, but check it out. Check out this Le'Veon event that's happening because um, we are, all of our listeners will be getting a deal, and you will be getting, if you buy a Le'Veon product, okay, any Le'Veon product that is going to be there, you buy any Le'Veon product, you will be getting a one carat cushion cut chocolate quartz gemstone. 
a loose gemstone and you can do whatever you want with it. You can put on a ring, you can put on a pendant, you can do whatever it is that you want with this and it'll look beautiful. Uh, they gave me a picture of it and I thought it was a really cool color. So check them out. And Levion is a very big, very, very big company. So remember, February 23rd. Now, whatever you buy from Levion, Levion has the top 5% of jewelry, the most beautiful jewelry quality in the world. Okay, they're also a 500-year-old company. They're the oldest family business in history. They are in charge of the crown jewels of Persia, so you know that their quality and how they take care of things is amazing. They own their Argyle mine. They own the Argyle mine in Australia. So again, conflict-free. And Jared's only deals with conflict-free companies. Now, whatever you buy from Levion, you will own one of 20, one of 10, one of 50, one of five. Who knows what it is, right? So you'll be owning one of kind type of jewelry, which is beautiful. So 20% off only on that day, okay? So only on that day, you will be getting the 20% off. Also, if you are on a tight budget, well, guess what? They still have things for under $1,000 if you're on a tight budget. And you can still buy yourself something beautiful. Uh, those of you guys who want to propose, Le'Veon is the greatest time for you to be able to buy things because you're going to be getting top quality things. And those of you who are looking to propose, you know that it's very hard. What better place to go than to Jared's where people are certified diamondologists and they can they can give you that ease, that comfort, knowing, right? People, You'll be able to walk out well-informed, knowing that what you bought was great quality. Also, they have credit cards that you can apply for, and almost everybody passes on these. I mean, you don't have to have the absolute greatest score, but you know it's usually about $35 for every $700. So on average, that's what it looks like, $35 a month for about a $700 uh, credit. So if you're on tight on budget, there you go. You can be able to apply for that. So this is only for the podcast listeners. So once you walk in, you will say to them, after you buy your Le'Veon product, or before you buy your Le'Veon product, you got to be there, right? You say, I am a food for thought podcast listener. And automatically, once you buy your Le'Veon product, they will give you that free one carat chocolate quartz cushion cut loose gemstone. So tell them food for thought sent you the food for thought podcast sent you while we're at it don't forget to rate our podcast because uh it does help beat big tech algorithm so algorithms don't want podcasts like mine that speak even whether it's little bits amount of christianity or are speaking uh, about truth they don't want these podcasts to get to the top so rate the podcast give it a five star if you like it or whatever it is that you want but so far, things look good. A lot of people like it. Share the podcast with somebody, especially if they're going through some difficulty or something. Um, a lot of people tend to like the podcast, and they said that it's helped them in some way or another. Uh, others have said that they've gone from being an atheist to believing in God or opening the Bible. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see how this is helping people. So, And it also gives you a good podcast to be able to listen to most of the time. We listen to all these podcasts all day long, and they talk about such garbage things. Yeah. You're listening to rap songs that, that you don't take the time to listen to what exactly it's saying. And it tells you such corrupt things, and it affects you in ways that you would never believe. 
So there's a lot of studies that show that even if you're not listening to the words, the words that are being told to you are still affecting your decisions and you'll never, ever, ever see it. You'll never think about it. You'll never know it. It's all happening in the subconscious of your mind. Unconsciously, you're making decisions and you don't know it was because of these music or these things that you listen to. So that's why I want to share this podcast so it helps other people out. All right. So number 13, if your children only get one childhood, make it memorable. That's true. Everything in psychology, psychologists will tend to find out what happened in your childhood to see what the ripple effects have been, right? So you always, when you throw a rock inside the middle of the water, you see that there's ripple effects, right? There's little, these small little microwaves that you see. Now, those waves that you're seeing, if you follow each link of wave going backwards, right, to the center, you'll find where it all came from. So that's how psychology more or less works. So the decisions that you're making in your life and the things that you're doing and how things happen, they always tend to find out a lot of the times uh, they, they, the core things tend to be from the childhood. So how you're raising your child, how you're, 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 you're doing this. Now I'm not saying make life easy. I don't think making life easy and spoiling your child is a good thing. So your children only get one childhood, make it a memorable one. Right? Teach them moral ethics. Teach them to be strong. Don't make life easy. Teach them to clean their rooms. Uh, make them work. Don't make it easy on them where they're just sitting around. Uh, allow them to go out to see the world, to see things differently, to, to speak, to communicate. Work hard for them. So your children only get one childhood. Make it memorable. Number 14. I love this one. If we all threw our problems in a pile and saw everyone else's, we'd grab ours back. This is important because we always see uh, everybody else's problems and we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, like I hate my problem. I wish that I could have somebody else's problem or I wish that I could change or I wish that something else, uh, I could have had another scenario or been born in a different scenario of life. You'd be surprised. You know, like I was saying earlier, sometimes the success of that person, you know, the reason why they're so strong is because they went through such a difficult abuse. I mean, a difficult, difficult abuse, abuse from a father, abuse from a mother, sexual abuse, I'm saying. So you think to yourself, do you really want to have that problem? Most of the times, if we were all put our problems in the middle of the table, we'd all grab ours back. So number 15, I think I'm at. All that truly matters in the end is that you loved. And this is what I said earlier. You can't, life is too short to be wasting your time hating somebody all that really matters in the end is that you love this is i'm being dead serious forget everything in life love is so impactful and i'm not talking about that like kissy kissy love with your boyfriend or your girlfriend no i'm talking about just love just true the true essence of love unconditional love just love just love i mean even unconditional love is still conditioned love right just love seeing a human being that's hungry out on the street whether whether he was a person who's a drug addict or an alcoholic who knows what difficulties he went through that made him be there in life give him food he asked for a dollar give him a dollar you don't know what the person is going through you don't know what's happening in life just be a decent human being love your husband love your wives love your children love your co-workers just love true love just love that's all that matters in the end even from the Christian standpoint, 
It says that you can fulfill all the commandments if you just love. Everything that the prophets had spoken about, you can complete it if you just love. Love is what matters in the end. Because love can change another human being's world. Smiling at somebody when they're walking the street and they're completely depressed. Making somebody laugh when when they've had the worst day of their lives. You know, loving somebody, oh my gosh, what you can do. A person could stop and, and, and not want to commit suicide no more because you love them. So, number 16. Envy is a waste of time. You already have all you need in life, and that's true. I believe all the essentials of life, we already have them. No matter how difficult your life is, you already have all the essentials of life. It's already there. There's no need for you to be looking at somebody else's life thinking that you need their stuff. You have your health. You can breathe. You woke up. You're good. I mean, even if you have bad health, it's amazing. The things that we, we, we take for granted. Envy is truly a waste of time. It just destroys you. Envy, in the end, what you want is for the other person to be dead. That's that's the all-end tale tell things you just want that la that person just to be gone because you envy them so much that's where it, it, the envy will lead you maybe it doesn't start off that big but if you don't stop that immediately it gets that bad it's interesting you know uh, there's this there's a saying that says you know we're all we're all okay with somebody's success until it exceeds our own because once it exceeds our own, then they're better than us, and then we envy them. There's no need to envy. Let that one go. It's a waste of time. All right, number... Let me see. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, I think. So number 17. No matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. No matter how difficult things get, just get up, wake up in the morning, dress up and show up. You'd be surprised how if you're depressed, if you're going through some difficulties in life, just showering, waking up and getting yourself ready will change your mood. And Just get there and show up. Get to where you need to go. It's interesting because, you know, there's in, in art, you know, I went to uh, an art academy in uh, Old Lyme. It was an Old Lyme Arts Academy. Shout out to Old Lyme Arts Academy because they taught me so many different things from the artistic, creative side, how to look at life and how to see things a little bit differently. Um, but they always used to say in Old Lyme Arts Academy, they would always say, um, finish the painting, finish the drawing. Because if you finish it, you'll see the bigger picture. Sometimes the littlest line that you make, you think that it's so bad and it's going to affect the whole picture, but it won't. It really won't. Give it your effort. Give it your all every single time. Finish the painting and see what comes out. Other people might look at it like the most beautiful thing and you might see the beauty that you thought was going to turn into such garbage and such trash. So no matter how you feel, get up, dress up, and show up. Get ready. Do these things in life. Give it your all. Every single day, act like every single day is the last because it'll change everything 
on how you feel. Number 17. If you don't ask, you don't get. Sometimes we live our lives complaining about absolutely everything in life. And we say to ourselves, uh, like, geez, you know, like, how come I didn't get this? How come I didn't get that? Sometimes you'd be surprised. You'd be so surprised. Um, there's there's something um, here in Connecticut. It's called the John Tess Show. And he explains like a lot of different things uh, from work and all kinds of things. It's a cool little radio show that I listen to when I'm whenever I'm in the area. But he says the average person will actually get a raise in a job if they just ask. It's amazing. I mean, if you just ask like three weeks ago to learn don't go asking your boss for another raise again because you're just gonna look like a fool but i'm saying if you've been working there for two years and you ask for a raise it might not be the raise that you want but you'll get a raise and it's true if you don't ask you don't get if you don't knock what door will be open if you don't look how will you find it so if you don't ask you don't get number 18 yield yield that's amazing that's the only word he said when he said when when he gave that advice he said yield sometimes we rush so much things and i used to be like this uh 18 20 21 years old i just wanted to jump into everything and i never just wanted just to slow down and think about things slow down just take a pause look at every all your surroundings that's what you do at a yield sign you slow down and you look at everything and you're aware before you jump into it to make sure you don't get into a car crash to make sure you join the lane but smoothly we don't do that especially now we're living in a generation where google facebook everything is instant access so we're, we're, we're our brains are being trained to just think quickly you know we're living a million we want to live at a million miles a second everything wants to be so quick instant gratification right here right now everything done for but sometimes it's good to yield You'd be amazed how many great decisions in life you will make. We always think that time is just like, <sighs> like let's get it over with. But yielding really allows you to analyze the situation and you'd be surprised how much better your life can be just by yielding. So last but not least, it's 18. Life isn't tied with a bow, but it's still a gift. That was the last thing he finished off with. And I thought it was great. Life isn't tied with a bow. It's not the most beautiful thing in the world, but really our lives are a movie. They have the drama. They have the romance. They have the action scenes. They have the the mysteries. They have everything. You know, we, we're always wanting to look at our lives and look at these movies and you say, oh, I wish I had that life. You do have that life. It's beautiful. It's just as good as the movie, these movies that you're watching. It's great. It's a gift. You could wake up tomorrow and you could be dead. You could have woken up today and you could have be could have been dead. You know how many people have heart attacks and die while they're sleeping or vomit and choke on their own vomit or get a stroke and nobody's there to catch the stroke so they just die. My grandmother in the middle of the night was just got up, they think to go to the bathroom and she caught a stroke. And has paralyzed half her body and can never move again. You know, uncles have had heart attacks. Uh, I mean, so many different things. 
we're so ungrateful. We're so ungrateful for the life that we live. It's amazing how ungrateful we are. Even for the dumbest things, we should be grateful for every little thing of our life. But we, we're not. We think we take everything for granted. So therefore, we don't see it as a gift. If somebody were to come up to you and give you a pizza, but you were expecting the whole pie, you're pissed off at life. You're angry at them because you were expecting the whole pie and then you're judging them and you're telling them, you cheap, who knows what. You couldn't give me the whole pie. But if you're not expecting a single slice of pizza and somebody comes up to you and just gives you a slice and a little bit of a soda, you're so grateful. You're thankful for what they've done, even though you feel like you didn't deserve it. You're so grateful for it. And this is how we need to live. It's amazing how we walk. And, and, and it's crazy to think this, that you step inside of a house and the house just doesn't crumble upon you. Why? This happens to other people. Walking into a house and earthquake hits or the building was built wrong and something cracked and, you know, destroyed the cornerstone of the house and boom, the whole house falls and they died. You're walking in somewhere and you smell gas and something just sparks and the whole thing blows up in your face and you die. Walk out into the street and a man is driving drunk and hits you and you die step on the floor and that you don't you know the cement don't crack and the floor beneath you doesn't fall it's amazing the amount of things if you just looked at life to see that somebody doesn't run by as you're running if you're a runner and you're working out and let's say you're a girl and don't get abused or raped you know how much this happens in central park or in other parts in other cities and other countries we're so ungrateful that you didn't get a heart attack, that you, you maybe you, you have high cholesterol and you don't even know it and you've been eating everything and you haven't died yet. Life isn't tied with a bow. It's not the most beautiful thing and you don't want it to be beautiful because if it's all roses and bows and everything, you get tired of it, believe it or not. We even get tired. Eat enough sugar. You'll get tired of it. You'll see. Everybody gets tired of it. And eventually want something different. So you don't want the bow tie. You want the ups and downs. The drama. The romance. The mysteries. The difficulties. The fun. The action. You know. The success. The non-success. The failures. The ups. The downs. Everything. Everything makes life a beautiful gift. So. Anyways. That was the, the last. It wasn't all 45. I just picked the ones that I really that touched me a lot and that I feel that we should always listen to always listen to your elders they have so much knowledge so much packed everything is being recycled everything fashion is recycled the words that we use get recycled everything always gets recycled but the core essence of life the moral ethics the the difficulties it's all the same we're always running through the same problems. It's always economical problems, how to deal with relationships, romances, and all these things, right? Because we always want to be loved. Uh, family problems, deaths, uh, I don't know, you know, all kinds of things, you know, um, how we deal with friends, how we look at the view of life, life itself. This has never changed. And these are the things that affect the other smaller things like tech, cell phones, uh, dressing, uh, I don't know, all these other things. 
the, these these core problems, these rooted things that the elderly talk about always affect the micro things, something like a cell phone, something like your friend and how, what he said to you on Facebook. It's just being done in a different way. It's being delivered in a different package, but it's the same thing that your grandparents, your elderly went through. It's, 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 it's amazing. I wish I would have listened and had more conversations with my grandfather. He taught me the few little things I took from him. I still look with, I hold it with such gold and, and it helps me out of my life. Like I had said, you know, if there's a solution to the problem, why worry? If there isn't a solution, well then why worry? I still think about that so many times. How many times I wish I would have listened to my grandfather so much more. Take advantage. I hope that if you're a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, listen. Listen to the elders. You know, what, what, what our elderly want is for the newer generations to do better. This is why I did this podcast. If you're older than me, I hope it's helping you. If you're younger than me, well, then this is part of the reasons why I did this podcast so that you could 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 see the problems that you're going through, the difficulties in which you're going through, and be able to move forward to enlighten you, to, to, to shed a little bit of light in these things that you see as so crazy, so dramatic, or, or something that you've never thought about. That's why I call it the Food for Thought podcast, that whatever I say leaves you, that once you leave this podcast, You've learned something. You've grown a little bit smarter. You've been a little bit more enlightened. That it gave you just some food to be able to think about. So, once again, check out Jared's. Don't forget to rate the podcast. Give it a five star. It helps beat the big tech algorithm because they don't want podcasts like mine. I actually just recently uh, had seen that the numbers had gone down. And it's because of stuff like that. So, check that out. Uh, Rate the podcast. Share the podcast with other people. With Jared's, don't forget, one date on place on February 23rd. They will be having the Le'Veon event, and it will be 20% off of all Le'Veon products, which is the top 5% in quality in the world. Whatever you buy will be one of 10, one of 5, one of 20, one of 50. But you won't be finding somebody who's wearing the same quality of jewelry as you. So it's very beautiful stuff that you're getting, and it's gorgeous You'll be getting 20% off of all Le'Veon products. And on top of that, for all my listeners, you walk in there and you say, Food for Thought Podcast sent me. They will be giving you a one-carat quartz chocolate cushion-cut gemstone, a loose gemstone they will be giving you. Okay? So all you got to tell them, after, and, and they will give it to you right after you buy the Le'Veon product. All you have to say is Food for Thought Podcast sent me. So once again, share the podcast, rate it. If it's helped you, I'm glad. Continue to listen to the podcast. Follow. Hit that little plus sign up top when you get to the Food for Thought podcast. And you're seeing all the episodes. You go all the way to the top and it has a little plus sign. You can just add, follow, subscribe, whatever it is that you do. Listen to me wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts. And, well, until next week, God bless.